Hello and welcome to what I guess would be considered episode zero of Rebuilding My Inner Abbey. This is the podcast or the webcast where we focus on building our spiritual life from the ground up. So this is really a, a webcast for spirituality for beginners. In this episode, what I like to do is go through my vision of this webcast and then to take you through the main metaphor that I'm using for it um, and that I use for all of my, my apostolate, and that is rebuilding my inner abbey. What, what is the inner abbey and what, how does it relate to spirituality and spiritual growth? So that's what we're up to in episode zero of the My Inner Abbey webcast. Welcome to My Inner Abbey, the podcast that offers practical strategies for Catholic spiritual growth. Are you ready to unlock your heart and rebuild your spiritual life? Then join host Jeff Arrowwood as he offers practical ways for you to restore your inner abbey. The My Inner Abbey webcast starts now. My name is Jeff Arrowwood. I'm the founder of From the Abbey, which is an online Catholic spirituality program. And I really consider myself a teacher by, by mission and by calling. I taught for 10 years at a Catholic high school, and um, I taught a number of different subjects that can be gathered together in the term humanities. But my, my love was Catholic morality. I taught that to juniors in high school and had the great honor of eventually having my students tell me that that this morality was her favorite class, which kind of baffled me because what junior in high school would think morality is a good class at all. Um, but it, it spoke to the truths of the faith and how beautiful they are. When we adopted our two children, I became a stay-at-home dad. And that's when the vision of From the Abbey as an online spirituality program began to form. And I really believe this is spirit-led. And I'm very, very excited to see where the Holy Spirit takes us with this. So thank you for joining us in this webcast. And I hope you'll get more involved with From the Abbey's work. I want to just explain a little bit of how this vision of From the Abbey this vision of rebuilding my inner abbey came to be. When I was hired to teach at the Catholic high school, I actually was interviewing for a position in English, history, and psychology. And during the interview, I was asked if I would also be willing to teach morality. And I had no theological background. I had no theological training whatsoever. And um, I said yes, because you never say no in an interview. And they, they wanted to hire me on the spot because... They couldn't find anybody to teach that particular class, and I, I filled a lot of holes for them. But my first year of teaching that class was horrible because I really was unprepared, and that's why I went and got my master's degree. Now, uh, I'm going to make a long story short here, but in my master's degree, first of all, I learned how much I was lacking in my knowledge of faith, despite the fact that I'm a geek. I love to read, I love to study, and I did that in college. And still, I knew very, very little about my faith. And I realized that the reason for that, besides poor catechesis growing up, was that as an adult, there was really nothing that was encouraging me to continue to grow in my knowledge of faith. In fact, the first semester of my master's degree, we were in a class called Fundamental Theology. And this class was really basics. I mean, it was basics on an adult level, so it's not something a child would take, but it was stuff that every Catholic adult should know. And here we were playing catch-up 
in a master's degree in theology. And I, I just began to be bothered by that, by the fact that this stuff is not offered to adults, or at least I didn't have the experience of it being offered to me as an adult. The other thing that I realized as I went through my master's degree is that I, I ended up being valedictorian of the class. Again, I'm a geek. I love to learn and very intellectually capable. But I felt, even as I was giving my valedictorian speech, as I looked on my fellow students, I felt like I was the lowest person in the class because here were people who were living their faith, who had an act of spirituality. And I had good knowledge of the faith. I had the ability to learn well, but I wasn't praying every day. I, I, I didn't have the trust in God that I saw in my fellow students. I didn't have the sense of mission that I saw in my fellow students. I really felt like a spiritual infant. And that's why after I quit teaching at the high school, and teaching at the high school gave me some spiritual support. But once I was gone and I was at home with my children, without that spiritual support, I felt that vacuum again. And that's why I began to research. I started put my, putting my degree to use to research how can I build a spirituality when I really don't have a foundation for it, um, when I'm distracted by my daily life, when I, I can't even find the time to sit down and pray. And even if I had the time, when I had the time, I didn't have the discipline. So I started to search for spirituality for beginners so that I could build my own spirituality from the ground up. And I, I found it very difficult because most Catholic programs, and this is the main problem that I identified, most Catholic programs have as their source the spiritual masters who are writing their spiritual wisdom. You know, St. Teresa of Avila, St. Therese of Lisieux, St. John of the Cross. They were writing their spiritual wisdom for other religious, or sometimes they were the head of their religious order, and they were writing for their brothers and sisters. And these are people, the audience of these spiritual masters, who have a rule of life in place, who have disciplines that keep them from getting distracted, or at least allow them to deal with these distractions when they come. Lay people living in the world, we don't have those benefits. So to jump right into St. Teresa of Avila, to, to jump right into St. John of the Cross just was not possible. And this, by the way, was, was recently verified for me when in our men's group, we were going through 33 days to morning glory. And we were talking about just the practice of, of praying every day. Um, I think that's what the topic was. And one of the men said, you know, I know this is where we're supposed to be. I know this is good, but I'm just not there. I, I, need, I need something more basic than this. So I knew I wasn't alone in that. I know I'm not alone in that. But I started to do deeper research, and I started to, to look at the teachings of spiritual masters who did talk to beginners. So I found a lot of wisdom for beginners in Introduction to the Devout Life, from St. Francis de Sales, St. Therese of Lisieux and her little way. Even though a lot of her writing is more advanced, there are basics in there for spiritual beginners. And people like Brother Lawrence, who talked about the, the practicing the presence of God. And as a teacher, you know what you often do is you take the truths that you want to teach and you build a model that makes it easier to learn. And so I built myself a model, and this was a step-by-step -step process to grow in basic virtues of spirituality. And that model is the metaphor, my inner Abbey. 
So I discovered five areas of spirituality that we need to grow in. And I am creating step-by-step processes to grow in each of those areas. And each area has a basic virtue and then a more advanced practice. What I like to do is to just take you through my inner abbey and introduce you to those five areas of spirituality, those five basic habits that unlock our spirituality for us and get us started, get us unstuck. And then talk a little bit about the practice that each room of our inner abbey represents. So one question I often get is, where is your abbey? They hear the term from the abbey. Uh, You know, from the abbey is an online bookstore. It's what I go under when I give public presentations. So when people hear from the Abbey, they ask, well, where, where is this Abbey that you're part of? And I always have to tell them, you know, this it's not a, a physical Abbey. It's a metaphor. The inner Abbey is the place in your heart where you can get rid of the distractions of the world for a time to focus on your relationship with Jesus. And I took the idea partially from St. Teresa of Avila's interior castle and partially from St. Benedict and his creation of the monastery or the abbey, the whole monastic lifestyle, as a way of fighting the distraction of the world and really focusing on love of God. So your inner abbey in this metaphor consists of five rooms, the entryway, the chapel, the crypt, the cafeteria, and the public courtyard. And each of these five rooms represents an area of spirituality that we need to develop in our lives. Now, the problem is that if you're anything like me, your inner abbey has been neglected. And it's all locked up. It's all dusty. Might be falling apart a little bit. And it's really not a fit place to meet Jesus. And that's why we struggle so much in our spirituality. So the first thing we need to do is to find the keys that unlock each room. And those keys are the key spiritual habit for each of these five areas of spirituality. Then once we've unlocked the room, then we can go in and fix it up and clean it up and start using it and make it a fitting place to to meet Jesus. So let's take a look at each of these five rooms and the key that opens them and then what the room itself does for our spirituality. So first we go to the entryway. Now the entryway of any retreat center or church or monastery or abbey is really meant to be a place of transition. It's a place where you take off your coat and there's usually something in the entryway that helps you also to take off your concerns and your distractions of the world and to to start helping you to transition into this being a time to focus on God. So the entryway of our inner abbey is the same thing. Okay, this is the place of transition where we, we handle the distractions of our life to focus more on Jesus. And the key that opens the entryway is the virtue of prudence. There are two parts of a virtue. There's a natural level of a virtue and a supernatural. And we really need both for each of these rooms. And the natural virtue of prudence helps us to get our lives in order so that we have less distraction in our lives in the first place. And then the supernatural virtue of prudence helps us to center our lives on God so that even when we are in the midst of the world, we are still in a relationship with God. So the virtue of prudence is the key that opens up the entryway. So once we've used the virtue of prudence to open up our entryway, we can then go into the room and fix up the room of the entryway and start using it. And the spiritual practice that we use in the entryway is spiritual discernment. And this is spiritual discernment as taught by St. Ignatius of Loyola. And basically, spiritual discernment is shutting out the distractions of the world 
and pay more attention to the interior movements of your heart. We call this having an interior life. And the idea of spiritual discernment by St. Ignatius is that you have movements in your heart that move you toward God, and you have movements in your heart that move you away from God. And being able to listen to those, to identify them, and to properly react to them, to properly respond to them, that's spiritual discernment. So that's the practice that can really get us focused on Jesus. So once we have opened and fixed up our entryway and we're in the midst of using it, the next room that we can go into in our inner abbey is the chapel. And of course, the chapel is all about prayer, which is key to any spiritual life. And the key that opens this up is the habit of daily prayer. A lot of times we want to go right into meditation and intimacy and these big acts of prayer. But before we can do that, we really need to overcome resistance, both the resistance of the world outside, which is mainly handled in the entryway, but also resistance that comes from our own hearts. And so that's where creating a habit of daily prayer comes in to to handle that resistance. And once we've done that, we've gotten the key virtue, the habit of daily prayer, then we can go into our chapel and we can start using
So we're going to answer that question and more next time. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the My Inner Abbey webcast with your host, Jeff Arrowwood. You can find show notes, videos, and more at myinnerabbey.com and hear about our upcoming episodes. Or visit From the Abbey on Twitter or Facebook at From the Abbey. Join us again for our next episode as we explore practical strategies for making real spiritual growth and help you restore another room of your inner Abbey.